Hello, my name is Antoine Dinswan and I'm one of the uh, two chief editor of the ERJ. So for this month podcast, that is to say the December 2012, uh, that will be a very special one because for two reasons. The first one is that uh, this podcast will, uh, will allow me to introduce the new editor-in-chief of the European Respiratory Journal and the second one is, as you may have guessed, that with the new editor-in-chief of the European Journal, that will be time for the current um, joint chief editors to step out and um, to leave room for uh, the new team to uh, be in charge of the journal. So, first of all, may I just introduce uh, Professor Mark Humbert. Professor Mark Humbert is the professor of the University of Paris South. He is also a very well-known um, researcher and also authors, reviewers, and most of all, uh, associate editors of uh, the European Respiratory Journal for the last four years. And last but not least, Mark is also a very successful uh, editor-in-chief of uh, the European Respiratory Review. Uh, and uh, with Mark uh, as the chief editor of the European Respiratory Review, uh, this um, sister journal of the European Respiratory Journal has managed to find her way out and to, pres to be present now on PubMed and hopefully uh, with the uh, with the work uh, of Mark and of Vincent Cotin who is the next chief editor of the European Respiratory Review uh, this journal will also uh, have uh, its impact factor uh, for the first time in a very near future so, uh, Mark, it is now um, up to you just to tell us uh, what are your views for the European Heritage Journal in the next five years? Well, uh, thank you very much, uh, Antoine, indeed. And I would like to, to give you some uh, comments on the ambition of the European Respiratory Journal. Uh, first, uh, it's important to, to say that the ERJ is very proud to be the, the flagship publication of the ERS. And uh, I think that what uh, you have done, Antoine, with uh, Vito Brusasco was really outstanding. And after four years of service on uh, the editorial board, I think you can be uh, very proud, too, of uh, the uh, outstanding achievements. Now I would like to, to discuss with you uh, some facts and some thoughts uh, which could uh, maybe help uh, the next uh, phase of the European Respiratory Journal. Uh, the first thing I would like to discuss is um, impact factor. So we all know that impact factors have uh, very, very significant limitations, but it is really accepted by uh, many uh, academic uh, institutions and by most of the readers and uh, authors in the major uh, international uh, medical journals. So I think uh, even though we have reservation with some aspects of impact factor, we have to live with it and we have to provide uh, the best impact factor to our uh, readers and our authors. So uh, there is no doubt that uh, Antoine Dingzuan and Vito Brusasco have done a very good job in uh, improving and then in maintaining the high quality of impact factor around six. And um, I think now our ambition is to improve 
this impact factor and to uh, maybe reach uh, uh, an eight value within uh, three to four years. Of course, it will take time or maybe more. So to this end, of course, we will lobby a lot for submission of the best manuscripts to the journal. And of course, also, we'll have to be very selective in our editorial decisions. Uh, thus, the number of articles published per year will decrease and uh, that will be maybe a little bit painful for some authors who will be uh, disappointed to have their papers rejected. Rejection rates is my uh, second uh, point of discussion. Uh, uh, we know that the ERJ has a, a very attractive uh, position and uh, the international respiratory community uh, really enjoys submitting a lot of material to uh, to our journal. And uh, we know that from um, 1996 to uh, 2012, the number of submissions uh, has doubled. So uh, we have twice as many articles submitted to the journal than in 1996. So it means that we have more than uh, 2,000 submissions per year. And this, of course, is... Uh, uh, difficult because we have to reject a significant number of these papers and it is likely that around 90% of original submissions will not be accepted for publication in the next few years. So this is of course a little bit uh, uh, difficult and uh, we thought uh, about another possibility to publish some of these articles and uh, we thought that uh, we should improve uh, our uh, letters and correspondence section and we would like to provide uh, our authors and our readers a forum. So the letters and correspondence section will be more ambitious in the future and uh, we will uh, offer some authors to resubmit their work uh, to, uh, to our letter and correspondence section and of course for some reviews we will of course uh, offer them to uh, publish their uh, reviews in the European Respiratory Review. Uh, as you know, I'm the uh, uh, outgoing uh, chief editor of the review, and the new uh, incoming uh, new chief editor is my friend and colleague, Professor Vincent Cotin. He's a well-known and highly respected associate editor of the ERJ, uh, a former chair of the clinical uh, section of the um, ERS, and I think that Vincent Cotin will be delighted to have some of the reviews rejected from the ERJ published in the ERR and we will be delighted to um, to connect the two journals of course. The third point I wanted to discuss is our uh, international flavor. Uh, of course the journal is European born but it is really an international journal and uh, as an example of our broadening readership in 2012 we have analyzed our online readers origin. And uh, you will be uh, maybe surprised to see that only a minority of our online readers come from uh, Europe. You know, only 35% of our online readers are European-based. 30% come from the United States of America, meaning that one-third of our readers are outside USA and Europe. Uh, the numbers show that Asia represents the third the third most important uh, uh, contingent with uh, 23% of readers coming from Asia. And then uh, South America represents 5%, uh, Oceania represents 5%, and Africa represents 2%. So these figures are changing quickly and the developing world is really uh, catching up and I'm delighted to have more readers and more 
more authors from um, these regions. The fourth point I wanted to discuss is uh, new sections in the journal. Uh, of course, uh, the journal will uh, remain uh, a reference for respiratory doctors and researchers. And uh, what I would like to, to promote is uh, some uh, new sections which will give more, let's say, uh, spice to, to our journal. Uh, I will try to have some art in the journal with a From the Museum section. It should be uh, uh, available from July onwards. Uh, I would like also to have some uh, images in physiology, immunology, biology, pathology, and this will be, uh, I think, a very interesting aspect of the journal. We will also promote uh, research in uh, experimental uh, respiratory medicine, biology and immunology, and physiology, and I will try to have some uh, sections on uh, cutting-edge uh, research in our field. Uh, of course, uh, there is some debate in our community, and uh, I would like to have snappy editorials. I would like to have pro and con debates, and this will, I think, be uh, a very uh, interesting uh, new age for our journal. The last conclusion I would like to have is uh, about our ambition. And to be ambitious, uh, we need to have uh, objectives and uh, we need to have also a very smooth transition between the former editorial team and the new editorial team. And it's really my pleasure to tell that the uh, outgoing chief editor of the ERJ, Antoine Dixon, will stay on board and be the incoming deputy chief editor. And uh, I will work closely closely with him and will be delighted to um, have his experience on the journal and to give some fresh blood to try to improve some aspects of the journal. But of course, we are delighted to maintain the, the link with the former editorial team. And you will see that we have kept a lot of associate editors from the former team, but we have new ones. And we have really established an international advisor uh, committee to help us to identify new topics and uh, aspects of uh, uh, respiratory medicine. And we have also uh, a very large number of members of the editorial board coming from uh, all over the world, from Asia to Africa, uh, Europe to United States and Canada, etc., South America. And I think these uh, uh, very uh, respected members of the editorial board and international advisors will help the uh, editorial um, uh, the editors in chief, deputy editor in chief, and associate editors to be uh, the best possible publication available. Um, thus, uh, I think I'm going to, to stop now by saying that uh, we are very ambitious, but we want to uh, save to serve uh, to serve our uh, community, and serving our community is of course. Uh, uh, First, to provide the best possible material, but also to be aware that some aspects of respiratory medicine should be promoted in our uh, journal. And uh, I will try to, to remain uh, available to any ideas coming from our readers and authors. And I strongly hope that the next few months and years will be uh, as good as the former ones. And uh, we will try to to uh, produce the best possible journal uh, for the ERS and for the, the readers and authors. So thank you very much, and we will uh, discuss again next month with uh, new topics and uh, new subjects. 
Well, thank you very much, Mark. Now, I think that it is uh, about time for us to say a very brief uh, uh, goodbye, farewell to, to our readers, uh, because it's um, um, quite a moving uh, moment for both Vito and I, and I'm also uh, talking on behalf of uh, uh, my colleague and also uh, Joint Chief Editor Vito Busasco. Uh, who has shared with me the workload and the responsibility for the journal for the, for the last four years. During the last four years, and also with the help of the uh, whole um, ed editorial team with uh, more than 30 friends and colleagues from all over the world, while well, we have um, uh, managed um, something like uh, almost 10,000 manuscripts for the last four years. And with that number of manuscripts, we uh, actually did our best to select the very best one to be published in the European Respected Journal. So with the, and that is a, a collective work met by um, the whole editorial team. Uh, we have now managed to bring uh, uh, the European Respected Journal and to make it uh, becoming one of the main uh, journal in the respiratory field uh, worldwide. Uh, and um, as a result of that, we have also received more and more uh, manuscripts which are submitted to the journal. And uh, very, very pleasantly, we also received more and more uh, manuscripts coming from uh, not only from Europe and from North America, but also from, from Asia, from Africa and uh, from Australia brief from all over the world, and that makes the European Respiratory Journal truly now a, uh, an international journal. After four years of uh, almost uh, daily work, now it will be uh, the time for the current editors to, uh, to have some rest. And, 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 and to, and to bring the journal over to the new, to the new team. And I, I am, I'm really confident when looking back to, uh, what the European Respiratory Journal has achieved for the last, uh, two decades. Because as you know, the journal has, uh, been launched in, uh, 1988. Um, so almost 25 years ago. And for what we have witnessed um, during the last four years, I'm really confident that the European Respiratory Journal will continue his, his track and will provide both the members of the European Respiratory Society, the society that owns the journal, the members of the society, but also the uh, readers and the researchers from uh, all over the world, uh, the, the, the best quality of clinical and also translational uh, research in the respiratory field. So I would like to express my gratitude to our readers, to our authors, to all of our colleagues who uh, have been working very hard with us for the last four years, and also and, and, and a very special thank to uh, the um, members of the editorial office, which is based in Sheffield, 
quite uh, uh, a remote place, but it, which is uh, very close from our heart uh, um, for us who are now working in Paris or in all the places in Europe. So it was uh, Antoine Inswan talking on behalf of Vito Busasco and receiving uh, today um, Professor Mark Amber, our incoming chief editor for the European Institute Journal for the next five years.